sure these things are tuned. All right, welcome Boom. to welcome to blokes. Blokes, happy Halloween, Marash. Happy Halloween, Halloween edition. Real spooky day for yeah. the blokes. Uh, what a are real we in episode? If you're in the it was I. Yeah, definitely a spooky weekend for you. Uh, it's not so spooky for me. No, I don't think the opposite is. But yeah, what are we? Episode eight. Episode eight. Episode. Let's eight. fucking go. We're two yeah, away eight. from the tenth episode special. Maybe we'll get a guest. Um, love a guest. I could. I can arrange a guest if we want for episode eight. I could just. Or I for sorry start... for episode ten. Well, yeah, the Diaz special. Diaz. I don't know. Yeah, Diaz. Uh... Diaz. Yeah, All right. Per- I don't know why I said perfect. Diaz, but... I was gonna say you are real fucked up. Oh. Uh... <laughs> I actually took me anyone. Out. I just want to. Ad- I just want to address. Like some people might think we're wearing costumes right now, and this is just. No, I don't see anything weird about any what either of us are wearing. We hopped on the call and then realized it was Halloween. Yeah. So here we it's are. True. Now. So we had to come like as our natural selves. Um, yeah. All right. Well, so. You know, we're trying out a new format. We since since we're making so much money off this podcast because I think we just cleared seven figures last week. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm doing a direct deposit for your check. Uh, yeah, well, but, you're actually stipending me, but that's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. But so since since we have all this money, we hired a podcast consultant, and they and they had us. They gave us some tips on you know how we should format this. So. We're going to save some of the banter from that's not soccer related towards the end. But today we're going to dive in deep into a little bit of a recap on our two favorite squads, talk about a couple other fixtures from the week, um, and then we'll go from there. So uh, without further ado, we'll dive into uh, – you want to start with Chelsea or you want to start with Man United? Um, Yeah, I guess you can uh, feed me to the wolves right off the bat, Maresh. Um <laughs> You started well during the week. We even – so the game we'll start we'll start it with game against Brighton and then I'll talk about midweek just because that one's fresh in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. It was maybe the most. Uh, it was maybe the most uninspired Chelsea performance I've seen in the past uh, decade. Decade, and this is a team that had Rafa Benitez as the manager, that had Andreas Boas as the manager. It was so. Wait, you're like, talking. They, a- you're talking seen, about I've, which game? The uh, Ch- Chelsea, uh, the uh, Salzburg game, or the uh... no, the Brighton game? I said I'd start with the Brighton game. Okay, uh, Graham. Now listen, my thing about it is Brighton was always going to get up for this game. Potter coming back at home, Kukurea coming back at home. The fans were always going to get up. The players were always going to get up. This was always going to be an uphill battle. Why were Why I were they booing Connor Gallagher? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. They were given right. to given it to Kukurea though, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, and from the off it showed that they were just so up for that game. They should have scored three goals in the first four minutes, Marash. Tiago oh, Silva, yeah, two yeah. Goal right Tiago Silva, he was zero to absolutely, zero. He, yeah, he was the glue. He was absolute glue for you guys in the beginning. He, he couldn't was, do it all. He, well, I mean, he was sitting on the back line, just fucking heading every ball away and it's like all right fine maybe we can with with you know withstand this pressure early on but no mm-hmm. no fucking literally a minute later 
Who else? Tiago Silva gives the ball right fucking to him. And then Trissard gets the ball in our box and does, mm-hmm. like, a few simple cuts. And he's sending our defenders fucking five feet away. And he's got 20 the good news, the good, all of a sudden. The good news is, for you, though, and stay with me here, is that Chelsea have a whole nother line of defenders they can try out next week. Considering these four got cooked, fucking, you can bring in another four because oh, that's all you fucking do, did. But it's not even like the thing is, it's not even like our our defenders are playing. Like our defenders are good. Our defenders we started are our best defenders. Kaladu Koulibaly. If I have to watch him on the ball one more time, I'm gonna throw up. He's terrible, <laughs> terrible. Dude, like, he's he's he such a stud in FIFA though. Oh my god, he's the best defender in the Premier League on FIFA. Headphone out, but dude, back to just my take point. the fucking mask off. No, it's too late. Fresh. I've already committed to the bit. All right, they're slipping out of my ears. It's fine. But <laughs> back to my point. I, we were. This was always going to be an uphill battle, Maresh. I, I felt like I didn't feel like it'd be an easy game by any means. I honestly expected maybe two one, a draw kind of situation. Um, mm-hmm. And when they score in the fucking fourth minute rush, there's nothing you can really do about it. From the, from then on, we were playing catch up against a team who was pressing harder, who was playing the, who was using their opportunities better. I mean, and then we scored on ourselves twice. So it's like <laughs> Ruben Rub- like, Loftus cheek. I mean, what an own goal that was. To be fair to him, yeah, uh, that was what, the deflect trump the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah listen. And then Chalaba's just sliding to clear a ball, and it just goes in. It was kind of a – it was like a hockey deflection, you know, when they stick out, and then it just goes, like, bar down. That was exactly what uh, Loftus-Cheeks was. I don't come away from this result. Um, You and James both texted me following the result. Potter out. Call him by his uh, government name. His government name is Tommy, so call him that. (laughs) Tommy. You're correct. You and Tommy get on my case, Ethan, or you potter out, Ethan, or you potter out. If you are potter out right now, you are brain dead. Like, literally brain dead. <laughs> First of all, two of the well, goals that's, weren't that's even the good news goals. is The good news is, is that that's what Twitter's for. It's just full of brain dead fucking people who that are already fair. saying potter out. They, to be that's fair, fair, a lot of people didn't even want him in the first place. And now they just want him out. Well, that's the thing. So it's like, okay, even if... Well, if you're like me and you hated the Tuchel sacking and now you're here with Potter, it's like you got to back him. You can't just – it's his fucking first loss in the league. Yeah. It's the first time we've conceded more than a goal, I think, under Potter. Like, we're <laughs> playing fine football. This is the thing, Maresh. It's – you have you just, one bad you couldn't game. couldn't score. I didn't hear people – well, I mean, maybe there were. Maybe I'm just, you know, forgetting, you know, blissfully ignorant to the past. But, like, I don't think there were many people, like, Tuchel out when we lost to to Lee. I mean, maybe there were towards the back half of last year. We had some bad games with Tuchel, too. It happens. You're going to lose the shitty team. It's fucking football. Well, I would say Brighton's not a shitty team. I just don't think you guys no, helped yourself on, in this match. I, I, I'm not, I, Brighton's not that then, bad. They were fourth them, in the league with uh, Potter. Okay, Marash. I'm going to get to the real agenda here, which I had almost forgotten about, frankly. But 
Christian Pulisic needs to get out my fucking football club, Marash. Oh my god, I we need to send a screenshot of the text you sent because how long the how long did it take you to fucking uh, five minutes? Not even five minutes. That was just pure anger, just me texting out like I when my brain. Dude, you got you got like Twitter that, fingers. That was I insane. Just, I just start fucking like once I am like a dog chasing a car. You know what I mean? I'm just. I just start picking up. I, that was one of the like I thought that I was it. when I first saw it on my home screen. I thought my girlfriend was texting me that she was breaking <laughs> up with me, and then I saw it was from your dumbass, and that it was just like a Christian Pulisic. Like it was a breakdown of fuck, his book, fuck, chapter by fuck chapter. You. Yeah. Um. Listen, I don't know how long Americans and Americans who support any sort of football can continue to blindly just be like, yeah, this guy's the best. Yeah, this guy needs to play every week. This guy needs this. This guy needs that. He scored, like, it's like, yeah, he'll take his opportunities off the bench sometimes. He gets an opportunity here. We have, we're down fucking 2-0 early, I think it was. Maybe even 1-0. Could be equalized. He gets a fucking mm-hmm. wide-open sitter rebound. My fucking grandma could have scored. She's dead. You know okay. what I mean? It's it's like... counter ca- Counter talk there. Counterpoint. Is it was it worse than Anthony's miss? I say yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Way I mean, more Anthony, clear. Anthony was at least running across the box and like had a defender on his back. Pulisic, I mean that was <laughs> that was JV soccer shit, Maresh. Like I I don't know what they're hey, teaching like, in I... Hershey, Pennsylvania, but boy does that guy stink. And I'm 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 going to be the first one. I am an American soccer truther, Marash. I'm going to be the first one. To say, I don't think we're getting any points at the World Cup because everybody's oh, just got fake buy fake buy in to fucking uh, Captain America, <laughs> Christian Pulisic. He plays at Chelsea. Yeah, we bought him to sell fucking shirts. You clowns. God damn it. <laughs> well, I don't want you to go too far into your. Uh... Yeah, that's right. Hit your stick. Yeah, calm I down. Do. I don't want you to go too far into the World Cup yeah. preview because we'll get there later. But my agenda with Chelsea and my my take is uh, no one's really talking about the fact that you guys killed Raheem Sterling's career. I don't think that's true. Raheem Sterling's been fine for us. Raheem Sterling, also, nobody loves to just immediately tell defenders how they're shooting than Raheem Sterling. Like, he'll get the ball on the left dribble across the right like everybody in the world knows he's waiting for an opportunity to shoot it with his right so they give him like a half second chance and they just walk in it like it's so stupid Raheem Mm. Sterling's always been for me at least at least on City he was always very streaky anyway he was either the best in the world or you didn't notice him at City so I feel like this is kind of on par with how he's always been I just think he's been a real flop no, I can't. In terms I, of I in, term, in, in terms not of a, what he's, he's actually delivered, like what is he going to deliver? He's a winger. He's not going to score you fucking. He's not Mo Salah. He's not going to score you twenty goals a campaign. Well, Mo Salah is a winger. That's what I'm saying. But he's not like Mo Salah in the terms that like Mo Salah is more of a goal scorer. Like Raheem's just kind of a, a playmaker on the wing. Like he's there to create shit. More so than yeah, to be an attack. You're just not surrounding I mean, him by like. Presence, but. I guess you're just not really surrounding him with people that 
are needed in order to make some of the plays that he's used to making. Granted, he's coming from a team where it was like, just throw the box and throw the ball in the box and someone's going to put it in. Can you imagine, you know, his balls into the box with I mean, Holland there, just having that extra guy there to put balls in the like, box? To I mean, be fair, at the weekend, he's doing a fucking job at wingback. Like, he's doing a job for the club. We don't play with fucking wingers right now. That also hurts him. Yeah. Like, he's getting put in spots, too, where he either has to play wingback, striker. Like, before Yang was fully in the team all the way, he was playing striker some games, and it's like, Credit to Raheem Sterling, but he's no striker. True. He's no center forward. True. Didn't uh, Kai Havertz miss a sitter as well this week in the Brighton match? I I think he did. I can't remember specifically. Now that you say it, it kind of sounds familiar. But he did get on the score sheet anyway. So. Yeah. After uh, after a worldy midweek to beat Salzburg. So. Yeah. Credit to the lad. Well, so so one and one for Chelsea on the week. One one the one win coming in European soccer. Uh, the loss coming in the Prem that drops them what down into six. Yeah, yeah, I, six, six, six. Yep, they drop down two, to six. Two behind like you. Two point, two points behind United. We both have the game in hand, so that's kind of moot. Yeah. Uh, and United are. They're about even. I mean, it's one. United's one at goal differential, and Chelsea are two. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Chelsea have Arsenal next in the league too. So, but that's after the break. Uh the sixth of November. So next week. Okay, next week. All right. That'll Seven a.m. kickoff. Seven a.m. What day like, of the week is it? What is up it? with Chelsea getting these fucking early kickoffs? It's Sunday. Sunday, Ooh, 7 a.m. kickoff. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, well, hopefully they Adam can bring Bridge. it to Arsenal, uh, who I seem mean, to have lost a little bit of form. You know, they, my boy Rude Van Nisselrooy and his fellas took it to them midweek, 2-0. Could have been 4-0. Didn't they have two goals disallowed, I think, in the first half? Uh, yeah. Um, and that's coming after they drew at Southampton. Uh the form is starting to slip a little bit, I I'll think. Just, this is the first time I'm going into a Arsenal-Chelsea match, and I'm not supremely confident in five years. Wow. Which is a lot, to say the least. I mean, we've played them I in FA Cup finals, and I've been like, oh yeah, we're going to batter these guys. This time is the first time. It's like, well, you know, we're in poor form. I mean, not really poor form. We lost to fucking Brighton. That's just. It'll be a good show of like if if the Brighton game was just a hiccup for Chelsea or if they're just kind of shit. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they they dropped Arsenal dropped the dropped the game to PSV, lost two nil, and then they went and absolutely beat the living piss out of Forest. Uh, they won five nil. Everybody was on the score sheet. Uh, I don't really have much else to say about it. It's a game they no. needed to win. They're two points clear of City, even on games. I think City is just will keep winning, and Arsenal will slip up again. And so uh, that's the thing is, City have too much experience winning. Like 
they know that like a loss is going to happen at some points and they are going to lose some games city. Like they know they're going to drop mm-hmm. points at some points, but they're more accustomed to dealing with that. Like Arsenal could drop points. Say they have a game against a team like a Brighton that Chelsea just did and they drop mm-hmm. points in a big way. That could hurt a team like them a lot because they don't know yeah. how to handle that. They don't know how to, you know, fight through that adversity as a team and City's done it a gazillion times. So, and let's just just to re- you know reiterate what I said last week. Like Arsenal's schedule has been really fucking easy to this point. Yeah, yeah. Judgment is coming. They have to play City twice now. It's probably the back half of the season. Yep. Um, the judgment will come, and the world will restore its peace, and Arsenal will probably finish in the top four, hopefully four. Top four is a stretch. Yeah. I think so. You know, I think you guys might be bumped down to Europa League, but... Hey, last time we were in Europa League, we won it, so... There you go. Um, All right, let's pivot over to uh, the boys in red, the good guys, Man United. Uh, Massive massive win over the Hammers. Massive win. Massive week. I mean, you know, have a great game against uh, Sheriff, Mm -hmm. 3-0. Ronnie got on the score sheet. Ronnie on the score sheet with the... The retirement. I think this is like his, like, uh, his, I'm sitting in a beach chair. Yeah. Um, great, Sally. I'm a big fan. It's kind of cold because everyone's expecting yeah. the scene. And then he just goes over and does it with a shit-eating grin. Um, yeah. But you know what? Like, I'm watching all the highlights of Messi in, in, Paris, or in France. I'm watching Ronaldo. Like, Ronaldo just scores shitty goals. He just fucking taps him in. He, like, you know, he battered the ball at the keeper and then he tapped it in for the goal. Yeah. This is a beautiful note. And you're watching Messi curl in worldies from outside the box. Uh, Listen, I've always been on that side of that debate, so I don't – this so, is a shock to me. But, yeah, so Ronaldo's doing that. He got two starts this week, which is pretty great. I didn't love the start of Alanga on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought – I here's my thought on Alanga is – He's not ready for this United team, and he's not ready to be a starter in the Premier League. They desperately need to send him on loan and have him get first-team experience in another league and then make the decision on whether or not he's matured and he's ready to play for United. But having him go from the youth team to just starting for United now is not it. Yeah, I think – I don't know. I just don't know if they have depth, do they? Like, that's a guy they kind of need to keep around. Yeah, because on the wings right now they've got Anthony, but I think he he didn't play on Sunday. On yeah, Sunday. his match load. They don't. That's the thing. They got to do match load management. These games are going to get fast and heavy. Loaning yeah. out Alanga, uh, you know, seems like a good idea for a young player until he gets to somewhere, and then oh no, Anthony's well, down think... and he's out for the season, and now we're down a winger. Yeah. So I obviously understand like the need to keep him around. If Sancho's playing well, I don't really think we need Alanga. But the thing mm-hmm. is, Sancho's been he's he's, he's Memphis not Depay two point oh. Memphis Depay two point oh. That was one of yeah, the I, recurring that was one of the recurring tweets on my old soccer burner, my old football Twitter burner. 
was that the Jaden Sancho signing was the pie 2.0 and all these United fans would be like, oh, mate, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. And I would just sit there and laugh <laughs> maniacally now. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not wrong. He's been he's been very lackluster. When he scores a goal, it's a beautiful goal. Like that one against Liverpool, that was an mm-hmm. insane goal. Yeah, he scored a really good goal against Leicester. Uh, he, when he's like I said, when he scores a goal, it's a good goal. Um, but he's not getting in those involvements every time, and uh, he's doing a lot of flair, and then he just loses the ball. So. There's all that. Uh, speaking of flair, Anthony did his Anthony and he did the, the doble, and uh, then he just passed the ball 38 meters and out went out, right out of bounds. So <laughs> just not even. But, oh god, was football Twitter ready for the fucking Anthony spin and was so ready to just like give it to United? So all the fucking memes and shit. Well, you know what? He's he's a quality player. Uh, where else? Where else? United need to get Dallow to sign a contract. Immediately. He's playing like the best right back in the world. He's good. He's been good for you guys. I'll give you a healthy Reese James beats him. Yeah. Right now, because Reese James isn't there, I think Dallow's in the in the conversation for best right back in the world at this very moment. He's playing yeah, well. For sure. He's making the plays. He's getting up. He's been your best the ball player this season. He's been there. I think that uh, the best player for United has low key been Christian Eriksen. I think I saw him. He is uh, that ball he put in for Rashford's hundredth goal. The only goal on uh, yesterday yesterday yeah. was uh, was beautiful. That was such a beautiful ball. Um, Listen, that's what he brings to the team, though. That's like the perks of having Christian Eriksen is he's going to be able to spray passes everywhere. He's kind of like uh, a poor man's KDB in a way. Which is funny you say that because I read something the other day that was insane to me. Did you know that Eriksen is older than KDB? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry, sorry. KDB, sorry, KDB is older than Eriksen. Oh. I that said wouldn't that surprise me wrong, either. So they kind of came up the, the same time. When did Erickson come to Spurs? I forget. But De Bruyne was in the Chelsea team by 2014. Yeah, I think. Youngster. Yeah, I think what the the difference is is right. Like Erickson went to Spurs and was good, so everyone thought that was his prime. Yeah. And now United are getting him at the tail end. Yeah. Whereas like KDB went to Chelsea, flopped, then went disappeared back to Wolfsburg. And then yeah. when he reemerged in the Premier League, he was like an amazing all star, and he's not been. Yeah, I want to say than... when De Bruyne left Chelsea, he was around twenty two, twenty three. I want to say. Yeah. So, so that was a wild uh, stat to me that that De Bruyne is technically older. Uh, United are starting to click, though. I'm liking the way that they're playing. Uh, they are, you know, they should have won that game against West Ham at least two, three nil. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still some issues with shooting the ball. Maguire looked good. Uh, dare I say it? Um, Luke Shaw's in form again. Watch out for the World Cup. Listen, listen. Anything to convince United to keep rotating Harry Maguire into the team, I'm all for. I am all no, for I mean, it. even Harry knows once 
once Veron is healthy, he's back in the starting side and Maguire's back to the bench. Maguire yes. keeps putting in these little tinker shifts against like uh, West Ham. He, yeah, against the thirteenth team in the in the league. Like, yeah, I think Ten no, Hag is smarter saying. than that. He gets into form. I don't know. They, they he's not going to get into form. In, they maybe test him in the, a big game wor- again. See, no, the worst the thing that's going to happen. The worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to go. He's going to go to the World Cup and start. Okay. Well, yeah. And he be, and he becomes one of the best center backs in the world. When he plays for England, mm-hmm. and he's gonna, and then there's gonna be a discussion, and that's where we could lose it. That's where the plot gets lost. So as long as that doesn't happen, which I don't think it will, hopefully, no, uh, we'll be okay. When Iran but, beats know, England, clicking. when Iran beats England and Harry Maguire's sitting there with his hands in his face, I don't think they'll be calling him the best center back in the world. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I what was the stat line here? Uh, Rashford is clicking. Ever since I called him Westbrook, I think I kind of brought him back to life. Arguably, I mean, it was a Mark when you thing. so Rashford since so Rashford's stats this year. He's been in thirteen. He's made thirteen appearances. He's got six goals and three assists. So nine goal involvements. Uh, Last year, entirety of the season, 32 appearances, five goals, two assists. Do you think that starting him at striker is the difference? Do you think the coaching is a difference? Do you think it's a blend? Or do you think maybe he's out of his own head? I don't know. Maybe it's a combination. Rashford? Yeah. I think he's finally getting some time. I think that's been the biggest struggle for him. No, but the biggest struggle for him, I feel like, in the past couple of years has been, like, injuries, getting back into the squad, all that sort of stuff. Like, he can never consistently yeah. be, especially after they got Ronaldo. I mean, he's not starting that much this year, but, like, in the past couple of years, he's been starting a shit ton. So, Rashford kind of got forgotten, would play in, like, midweek cup games and stuff like that. And I think it's just a consistency thing. I think any center forward just needs consistency in their minutes, and it'll start to work. Yeah, and I'm I'm super excited to see it happen. Uh, so good for Rashford, good for United. Cool. Last point I wanted to make was De Gea got left out of the Spanish uh, World Cup yeah. roster. Same same week, he gets a clean sheet with some really really big saves on West Ham, and Kepa uh, Rita Balaga lets yeah, in scored three. on twice by his own defenders. Yeah, he's, he's good for it. Well, no, uh, he they brought in Mendy after four. He let, in three. There was a he let in three. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Because Kappa got hurt. You're right. So you are right. Was uh, that could get come back to bite Spain? Uh, no, I just I don't I just don't get the uh, the decision to leave your most tenured. He's won a World Cup with them. Was he on that squad? Who would it, what is it, Casillas? Yeah, for sure it was Casillas. For sure it was Casillas in starter. He was definitely the fucking captain. No, Puyol was the captain, but same thing. No, it was for sure Casillas. <laughs> Fabian Barthez has a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wild World Cup. Born, yeah, born you're right. Uh, 
Casillas was the was the goalie, and Juan Mata was on that squad, but De Gea wasn't even in there. Juan Mata it was Casillas. Who was uh, the Barcelona goalie at that time? Uh, Victor Valdez. Yeah, he. I think he was the backup, and then and uh, Pepe know. Reina, perhaps Pepe Reina, third strike. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know what? I what pisses me off is that people can like consider Gerard Piquet a Man U player at one point. Like he didn't he play like? I mean, he was a flop and a half at United. But still, I mean, he did play for United. Tim Howard played for United. Yeah, people forget. Yeah, and he he. he he really doesn't like to – he doesn't seem like he did when you hear him speak. Like, as a pundit, he's – I think they had a falling out. I think he had, like, a couple bad games and, like, it was not great. He was like a – he was like a – what's it uh, – a souvenir from their United – or from their uh, road trip throughout the United States that year. <laughs> Like they came, they played against him, and then all of a sudden they brought him back to Manchester with him. Yeah. Hey, hop on the bus, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, United looking good. I think it's it's pretty tight three through six here. It's not really a season where the, the I mean they're eight points behind Liverpool, but like they're sorry behind Arsenal, but I think it's anyone's game. I think it's anyone's trophy right now. Um, Up for grabs for sure. I just think what? there's no one who's stopping City still. Yeah. Did you watch the Liverpool game against Leeds? No, I did not. No. Pretty pretty pumped to see Jesse Marsh get that dub. That's big for him. Helps, helps him keep his job. Clips. Yep. Saw the clips. Yeah, the... He was very excited. Yeah. It was almost like he was playing guitar uh, because he had his other hand out and he was like doing the little blister. Oh, got it. I mean, Leeds had two chances to bear that game. Patrick Bamford had that awful touch, which... Oh, that was terrible. Terrible. Uh, and, uh, but that goal that Somerville scored, wow. Uh, I had left the bar, mm-hmm. and then I look at my phone, and I was getting texts from some guys being like, oh, my God, I can't believe Liverpool blew it. And I was like, holy shit. That's like two really bad losses in a row to relegation zone teams. Yeah, the Nottingham Forest one is on a different level, but then it's like you come back after that at home against Leeds in like a game you kind of have to win, I feel like, if you're Liverpool to just oh, kind of yeah, reassure everybody. And then you'll lose in the fucking 89th minute. Whooping on Ajax isn't going to be enough to keep you your job, Jurgen, unless you somehow <laughs> win the fucking Champions League. But like... I don't know. They're looking real poor in the in the Premier League for some weird reason. And I I don't think I can really kind of understand it. But No. Uh, yeah, I just think it's, it's it, it brings man. Yeah, and I don't think they're that's not a winning team when you got to start a guy like Harvey Elliott, you know? No. No. Uh yes. Let's see. What were some Did you other... see Spurs? Did you see the Spurs game at all? They were down no, I didn't watch. And then, uh, and then they won 3-2. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do a um, job for me one time, Bournemouth. You know what? And we've said it, I think, on the show before. 
Spurs are so boring to fucking watch. Like if I'm going to spend 90 minutes, which is a lot of time doing anything, I'm not going to spend that time watching fucking Spurs. Yeah, no. It's like one of the like it's one of those games where you're like just checking your phone, like scrolling through Instagram the whole time because of how fucking boring what is on the screen is. There's no action. It's it's so lackluster. But that's Antonio Conte's that's his style, man. Yeah, you're used to it, I guess. Yeah, Uh, the amount of boring, boring Chelsea chants, especially under Mourinho and Conte, we would get fine by me. So it's one thing if you're winning. You, it's one thing if you're in fucking whatever place they're in. Are they in third? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess third's fine. They're in third with, and they've played an extra game. Same with Newcastle. Okay. And Newcastle's in fourth. Um, did you see? The, I said I think I sent you the link. The uh, the Hartlepool manager Keith Curl, the video that he uh. Like the post game interview, he said that. Jog my memory. Basically, he like gets on the gets on the mic and he's like, he's like, I'm going for a fucking hat trick today. You know, uh, <laughs> if my team wins, I'll be happy. If something else happens, I'll be happy. Uh, and if my wife's feeling sexy, I'll be happy. <laughs> And he said, I got two out of three. Now I'm driving home, praying to God that my wife's feeling the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I was... do not remember seeing this clip, Marash. Oh, yeah. I'll uh, I'll post it or I'll send it to you. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, perfect. Um, let's we see. What else? Uh, yeah. Uh, Union in Berlin. You've been wanting to talk about this one for a while. Still top of the Bundesliga, Marash. The lowest expected goals in the Bundesliga, I think, are close to the least amount of expected goals, which is kind of a Fugazi stat, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Kind of a Fugazi stat, but it's it's you know what it's common. They want they want in like the that stat expected goals. I don't know how much you're into baseball analytics. It's like uh, it's like line drive but it's like hard it's how hard balls are hit like it doesn't matter like it's so fugazi yeah. but it's like oh yeah. we had fucking this many expected goals it's like all right dude so you got fucking shut yeah. down is what i'm hearing well i mean i saw the clip of them winning like that was an insane like last minute goal <laughs> i That's listen so fucking awesome one of my favorite things about the Bundesliga is, yeah, it's Bayern winning about 70, I mean, 80% of the time. But every mm-hmm. other time, it's always some ragtag team scrapping together a little engine that couldn't their way to a fucking Bundesliga, and I love it. I mean, most of the time, it's yeah. Dortmund, but there's been others. Leverkusen. And- yeah. Leverkusen, Wolfsburg's been relevant sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh Leverkusen's got Musa Diaby, right? That's uh, yeah. their their big name. Correct. Correct. Got it. What happened Song in Spain this week? Spain had a weird week, right? Like uh Bayern beat Barca, which they signed their death certificate. They're officially out of uh Champions League. Which I was reading an article uh about Xavi and like uh 
he's just not had like a really good stint at Barcelona, but they're still like lauding him and backing him, which is Listen, pretty insane. I think one of the most underrated parts about Barcelona, they're just like a ragtag team of primarily players. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's do this grab bag of random Premier League players and stick them on our fucking team. They've got Christensen. They've got, oh my god, I'm blanking now, but yeah, they've like, got they, Jules Kounde, they, they got Christensen, Rafinha. They got Marcus Alonso starting games for them. They've got. It's just like it's like they plucked all these players from all these leagues, hoping like, oh yeah, they could all gel together. It's not like a Barcelona. Yeah, Lewandowski. Team. This does not feel at all like a Barcelona team. Not at Dude. all. Dude. It's yeah. a bunch of fucking and, Premier League rejects, Maresh. Which leads me into this weird fucking conversation I was having with a coworker the other day. He used to live in Barcelona, and so he's like a big like La Liga hardo. And he was just like, the Spanish League is so much better than the Premier League. And I said, how do you figure? Like, based on what? He goes, Champions Leagues. I go, okay, I'll give you that. Uh, I pulled up the stats and I think, like, there's 14 Champions Leagues, one between Barcelona and Real. Yeah, but but even that's Fugazi because they were winning Champions Leagues. When nobody gave a shit about Champions Leagues. It's like the yeah. Yankees having fucking a million World Series before we dropped a bomb on Japan. It's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, okay, wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you argue that since there's like six or seven or maybe five, yeah, I think five Premier League teams that make up the 11 that have been won, wouldn't you say that's a better – like, wouldn't you say that kind of plays better towards the narrative that the Premier League is better? No. You know, you've got me. Aston Villa with one. You've got Man United. Nottingham Chelsea, Forest. Nottingham Forest. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't even think it's like a competition. It's like you have a team like Real Madrid, right? Like, who knows that this is their league to, like, is there, it, La Liga is theirs to win. Like, they really got to fuck it up. And they can focus on Champions League. Who's going to challenge them? You know, and that's one of my things about as why teams like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern do really well in the Champions League is because they're not necessarily trying their hardest at the weekend because they Mm -hmm. have a million points ahead of everybody. So it's like, all right, we'll save our players, you know, rest them at the weekend, get them for fucking Wednesday. They're ready. Boom. Especially in the knockout stages and stuff like that. Yeah. So I definitely, definitely don't agree with it. I just wanted to bring it up like that. There are people out here that fucking think that Barcelona or that La Liga is a better league. And it's like, I think when you look at what Ronaldo did, right? Like Ronaldo left the Premier League where he made a name for himself. He went, they go to La Liga, they get their bag. That is the thing. And stat, and stat pad. They go Ronaldo the did his like 60, he did for his like 60, his best season ever, all of his best seasons ever. Granted, they were in his prime. We're in Spain because he played Messi twice. And then other than that, he was just beating up on everyone. They get their bag, they stat pad, and they all, for some reason, 
have some like childhood love for Real Madrid or Barcelona. So it's like yeah. as soon as they get good at their clubs, they just instantly start thinking about oh Real Madrid Barcelona. Well, and that's like the thing the Yan- too. Like they're both Yankee esque teams. Yeah. But it's the same. It's like they build those teams to win Champions Leagues, too, because they know there's an abundance of players who want to play for them. And clearly, they do not give a fuck about any financials whatsoever. They owe a gazillion (laughs) dollars to Goldman Sachs. Like, Barcelona owes... Goldman Sachs. Like, you know what I mean? It's like... (laughs) Did you say Goldman Sachs? talked about this earlier once the train leaves the tracks Marash, there's no getting it back i say things that it just happens <laughs> oh, anyway continue your fucking rant no 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 the rant's done the rant's done Marash. uh yeah well i just don't get the you can't i don't know there's no there's no league like the premier league <laughs> yeah yeah the rant's done Marash. i'm done i'm done um all right let's uh Let's go into uh, our final segment of the day. Let's do a little bit of a World Cup preview. Um, let's see. We've got... Let's start with... We're going to do two groups this week. We'll do four next week. And then we'll do two the week after. That'll lead us right into the World Cup. Uh, so th- for the World Cup, we're going to start with groups A and B. We're just going to go in order. Group A is... Uh, Qatar, Netherlands, Senegal, and Ecuador. Ugh. Yeah, not great. Um, is, I'll start right off the bat. Is Mane say, Senegal? Yes, and I will start right off the bat and say um, a dark, not a dark horse, but one of my sneaky picks I like is Senegal to make it to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Similar to the well, twenty, son. similar to the twenty ten Ghana team, they're going to get a favorable round of sixteen matchup because they play. Say they come in second in the group, they'll play probably England, which is England's not that great. Can get caught off by anybody. If they finish first in the group, they play U.S., Wales, or, or Iran. So again, another okay. potential favorable matchup. I could see a world. So Senegal. The big three, Koulibaly, Mane, Mendy. Mendy in goal, Koulibaly at center back, Mane at the attacker. But Yeah, think... but then they've got... Uh, My Gaye. thing about it, Marash... How, is it Gaye? My... Oh, from Crystal He's for, He played for... Well, uh, didn't he play at PSG? Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong Gaye. But, um, and then they, they, they also have Ismail Asar. Okay, yeah, he's solid, Watford. They, the thing is, it's international football. Nobody's going to have, unless you're France, unless you're Germany, you know, unless you're England, nobody's going to have a full quality 11. So having even three think- players like that that are world-class enough can carry you decent enough in the tournament. And two teams make it out of each group? Two teams make it out of each group. I think the Netherlands okay. will probably win the group. Um, yeah. At the Euros in 20- who's their Who's their goalie? The Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Sil- Sillison? 
He's still their goalie. He's there. Uh, uh, that's the only Dutch goalie I can think of. Oh my god, I pulled up their squad. Let's see. They've got Verge, Ake, Dumfries. They had a very good Euros until they lost to... Wait, wait, they actually have a pretty decent squad. Daily no, Blindle, this is what I'm Hollywood. saying. They lost, they lost in the Euros to the Czech Republic in the knockout stages, which was a shock because the Netherlands were looking, looking like the team to beat in the Euros throughout the group stage. I think Got it. they'll be very good this tournament. I think they're kind of dark horses. FDJ, his brother Luke, Memphis, Bergwine. Bergwine, yep. Cody Gakpo. Is it Gakpo or Gakpo? I think it's Gakpo. I would love to see him be their starting striker. He's been having, he's he's in form. Yeah. Yep, scored against Arsenal, or almost scored against. All right, so so prediction, so wrap up here. Prediction is going to be that Netherlands win, Senegal will make it through as a second team. You think they'll be over Ecuador? Yeah, yeah. Ecuador is going to be a pacey team. Yeah, I think Senegal is going to be pacey too, and I think Senegal has more quality. I think Stadio Mane is better than the eleven. That Ecuador will put out combined. I'm gonna look up their squad. Just you know, I think having these world class talents, though, like a Mane and a fucking Koulibaly, it doesn't matter how they're doing on their club levels right now. Like just having those type of players in international tournaments are so big. You see it all the time with like Wales. Like fucking Gareth Bale comes out and just tears it up. They get this pride for their country. It's the World Cup. It's the biggest tournament they'll ever uh, play in. And- well, yeah, the African teams always go and go hard. Like they Senegal won the Afcon as well. Not the Afcon. Okay. The last Afcon was, you know, it was interesting. Yeah. Maybe Egypt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you on your one-two with Netherlands one, Ecuador two. I'm looking at the squad. Really, the first name that's def- defenders wise, their best defenders, es- Estupinian. Okay. Sounds familiar. Then, uh, not really recognizing like literally any of these guys, like <laughs> in their midfield or forwards. No, I, like they I think, I think they're they're young too. Like they're really young. It looks like. Um, so I'm gonna back you. So official official blokes, official blokes prediction. Yeah. Um. And We're Tommy, go... if you can get this graphic up, actually, Tommy, if you could do like a little graphic World Cup prediction. Yeah, official, official, uh, official, official prediction. Netherlands one, Senegal two, and we predict Sen- and Ethan is backing Senegal to be the dark horse, make a run into the quarterfinals. Yeah, I think, and I think Netherlands will go far too. I think both of these. I like. I think the Netherlands could do well. Well, so if Senegal comes out at two, they would play the number two from Group B? One from B. They would play the one. Yeah, they'd play one from B, and then so Senegal would play either England or Wales. Well, I guess I guess let's 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 move on to the next group, and then we'll talk through that. I just want to say real quick: I think Qatar are going to come in third. You think they're going to beat Ecuador? Host Host nation, nation. yeah, but host nation, they're going to win a game. 
Okay, that's fair. Uh, all right, so Netherlands one, Senegal two, Qatar three, Ecuador four. I can back that because the Qatar team is going to have like the nicest accommodations. <laughs> they're yeah. going to be staying in like they're going to have like pr- great transportation to the game, like fanning tents, hydration. They're going to be they're going to be the best and most like trained and like ready the for most this. money behind them yeah just all these it's fucking... like they're gonna start convincing like f- like frauding up do- documents to have like you're gonna start to see like lewandowski play for qatar in oh like eight God. years who could have guessed erling holland has great late qatar re- relatives that he never found out about yeah alfie alfie holland was born in <laughs> yeah. Qatar. yeah who could have guessed uh, yeah um, all right, Group B. Just like a Photoshop got... picture of like a young Alfie Holland wearing like it's like a Photoshop like a she cat or the fucking. No, it's just like it's like a it's like a. I'm sure <laughs> they're like South Korea. I'm sure they're like South Korea where they have to do the uh, like military thing, like yeah. the military requirement. Yeah, There's gonna be a picture of like the Qatar military, and then it's just gonna be Photoshop of Alfie Holland in there. Yeah, it's just a bunch of like these short Qatar guys, and then just fucking. Towering over them is Erling Holland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. And then they're just gonna like have the Holland propaganda song. Holland, Holland. <laughs> yeah. It's actually just their national uh, anthem. Though. That could be his secret into getting into the World Cup one day. Listen, uh, all right, gr- all right. Group B: USA, England, Iran, Wales. This is a fun one to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Because we got the red, white, and blue in here. All right. Let me give you my prediction. I think England finished one. Okay. That's chalk. That's pretty chalk. But it should happen. I think that's what should happen. England should easily win this group. Easily. If they want to compete for the World Cup. (laughs) The next fucking three, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm gonna hit you with this. I know I said earlier they'd get zero. Points. Yeah, I know. I know you did. I said they'd get zero points. That was more so to get my point across that Christian Pulisic. Oh, before you before you make your uh, your point, I feel first of all I feel like Fred Durst in this hat. I feel like I'm wearing like a backwards snow brim. Anyway, second before you make your point, what's his fucking name? The right back plays for was no Weston McKinney. I think he just Weston got hurt. Weston McKinney, center midfielder. Did he? Like hurt, hurt. McKinney injury wouldn't it be great. I don't think Gio Reyna is going to be healthy. He's been battling some injuries. Yep, yep he had, oh. he did just get hurt. Hurt. No, not great. Not great. Um, definitely not great. To lose Weston McKinney, one of our mm-hmm. best players. So, and Gio Reyna is probably already dead. So, maybe I'll, right, I'll so... that pick. I just don't think Wales are are that good. But you just literally went on uh, a tear talking about how Gareth Bale shows up for Wales and just absolutely goes. He does, like, but demon, he's fucking demon time on these guys. Listen, Father Time comes for every man, Maresh. 
There's no way this guy is going to be turning in performances in this World Cup. He'll have like two goals against Iran, maybe a goal against the U.S. Like, I if they play Iran first, I don't, I don't know. I don't he, know how the matches he, work out, but he's I can sitting see cushy in like, L.A. He's not working too hard. He goes, he drives down to the stadium. He's been sitting cushy everywhere he's been for the past decade, Maresh. That's true. He's been sitting on the bench at Real. Yeah, fucking uh, living in Madrid, Spain, just fucking golfing his face off. But you've got... You know what? I need to change the scenery. Ha- Let me go to Los Angeles. Uh, you know what? You've got Dan James, who was really good at running straight lines. He's my favorite player. He's like my... I, I rate him the highest at running straight lines. Um, okay. All right, let's see. Did they? They didn't. Wait, is Ramsdale not Welsh? I think he's English. I thought we said he was Welsh. Oh, he's English. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Uh, I gotta love their 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 like. I think he's probably their backup. He's thirty five. Wayne Hennessy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's a badass last name. He used to. Then they've got Ben Davies. Okay, I've got a question. And speaking of goalies, who do you think should be the goalkeeper for England, Marash? So, what are my options? Ramsdale, Ramsdale, Pickford, and Pope. I think are the big three that people are throwing around. Ramsdale, Pickford, and Pope. Well, because Pickford's been their goalie for the for the past, yeah million tournaments he's not been he's not been that great you know uh he hasn't been bad he's just short. he's, he's a little bad. boy he's just a little boy i think it's gotta be it's gotta be pope yeah i'm going pope i'm going pope okay i what think they'll think? stick Ramsdale? with pickford I, th- I just think they'll stick with pickford yeah, Southgate likes to stick with his with his people, and it yeah. seems as if Pickford will be that guy until he's not that guy. Let's just hope he doesn't have any Joe Hart esque moments, you know? No, no. Robert Green, even do you remember that twenty ten World Cup played against the U.S. Oh yeah, Clint, Clint Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. Who could forget? Yeah, you know what? I look at this fucking Welsh team, and it's like. bag of wet paper towels yeah <laughs> yeah after the Bale US roster and... is that much better but... yeah <laughs> this is bad <laughs> Did you um, see, i actually right. saw today that ukraine are like getting on fifa's case trying to get iran kicked out of this world cup 20 days before. oh yeah they're trying yeah, they've been trying to get their take their spot, and like a lot of people are signing petitions, and kind of it wild. could happen. I don't know the details behind it, but kind of wild. Like Ukraine just lost the playoffs to get into the World Cup, and now they're like petitioning to kick other teams out again. I know not. I know none of the background. None of the background. I have to clarify and say I know zero of the background. But yeah, I don't know any of the background. Be like, but it'd be badass. To like lose your quality. They were in a playoff game against Wales to get into this group. 
and it was they just lost. It's like, okay, well, what are we supposed to do here? I guess Damn. we just got a petition for Iran to get out. Yeah. Well, if Iran stay, Iran stays in, I think England's our. We're chalking England as our one. Yep. I'm gonna have to go USA too. Yeah, I'll say US. And then well. it's a toss up between Wales and Iran, but it doesn't really I'll matter at three and four. I'll say Iran three. They got some all right players. They got um, I forget his name plays at Porto. He's decent. So we spent all this time, and we basically picked the most common outcome prediction for both groups. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Cool. 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 cool, cool. cool, cool. I'm good. I'm good with that. All right. Those are our official predictions for group A and B. Next week we'll yep. do C D E F. Yep. Big mega episode. Uh, C D E F. Oh. Yeah, C D E F. So we'll do that we'll next week. Um But I think that's that's all we've got for for uh soccer, football. Um yeah. what do we got? We can, you know, J E T S Jets oh, got humbled that. so did the Bad week for New York fo- American football. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to get your take on this. I know you were down bad about the Jets, and we can circle back. Sure. But sure. you seen this pine tar shit with the fucking Astros? Oh. I, you know what? I'm not reading too much into it. He like where he's wiping his palm and then he's wiping the ball. Wiping like, his, I don't well, know. he's wiping his jersey as he goes to the check and his jersey, his fingers stick on his shirt. Like they go. <laughs> I have not seen that clip, but. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I'm always, I'm a big advocate of snake until you make it. Like. If you if you're not cheating, fucking shit, fucking dirt bag. <laughs> no, but if you're not cheating, you're not trying, type of thing. You sure. Know? <laughs> like they're putting wires together, they're fucking pine tarring it up. Like, hey, Joe Musgrove was allegedly doing something against the Mets in the wild card series. Nothing I can do but tip my hat. Nothing I can do. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? Good. They're at what one one uh, going down to Houston tonight. I'm I'm rooting for the Astros. Yeah, I think tonight. Then they are pitching. Yeah, you you, you 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 kind of have to. So yeah, well, yeah. Then the guards pitching for the I'm, Phillies too, which is I put I put in a bet on the Phillies to win the World Series. So uh, love that. That'll be where I'll be. What I'll be watching and what I'll be rooting for, but yeah, give us your I Jets. Will give you a stat. Uh, Jets are... I will give you a quick stat on Noah Syndergaard. One and zero in World Series game three started in his career. Just so you know. <laughs> yes. If what twenty fifteen? Yeah. People the don't only forget. Game, the, the only game the Mets won that series. Oh, must have been the most annoying. You must have been the most annoying high schooler in the world when the Mets were in the World Series. Twenty fifteen. I think I peaked. I peaked as a sports fan. The Jets were ten and six. They almost made the playoffs with Fitzpatrick. Chelsea won the league. The Mets were in the World Series. It's been all downhill since since twenty fifteen. It's been terrible. <laughs> I mean, Chelsea have been still good sometimes, but like everybody else, it's been terrible. Damn, you're down bad, bro. Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are back. That's fine. Never mind. Almost lost to the Knicks game one. Yeah, I they, they didn't even cover that game either. 
which was a trap because Jones yeah because the Nick throws up three Jalen Brunson is not bad so yeah I mean early yeah. early early take he's he's been worth the money so far well yeah. ask me at the end of the season what I think yeah I thought that was a good story, when but... they made it but the Grizzlies are good uh John Morant didn't play the other night we lost to the Jazz um, but yeah, mm-hmm. the Jets, Marash, yeah, the Jets was a real fucking just rip my cock off type of day. Yeah. I 12 think, straight losses you know, to the Patriots going into that day. You know, I didn't watch any one. football yesterday. Okay. We had been up. But did, uh, we, four who started games. Zappy? No, Mac, Mac. Uh, Mac, there was a bad, there was a fucking, you know, I think Jets fans are kind of split on it. Bad call, not bad call. I'm on the not bad call. I just think we're fucking stupid. Um, it was right before half. We were up 10-3. And Mac Jones threw a pick six. Like to uh, He threw it to the side of the field where there were no Patriots receivers. Like He planted his feet and just fired to three Jets receivers. Hit some guy. Hit Michael Carter the second of the numbers. Sixth. We got a rough in the passer on that play. So. Bring Flacco Could back. Could have been seventeen three. I don't want to dwell on it. They went on. They scored sixteen unanswered after that. I think. How'd they look so. on the run without big big boy Brees? Um, you know we didn't look terrible. James Robinson had a couple carries after getting traded there. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, it's 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 not gonna be easy for the rest. We were missing Elijah Vera Tucker, who's our best lineman, one of the best in the league. Sauce was great again. DJ Reed was great. We played great defense. Just the offense was terrible. Zach Wilson had three interceptions. Two of them were kind of like not terrible. The second one he threw was one of the worst I've ever seen. Like he did his Zach Wilson like try to be good, scramble out, try to find somebody, and like went to throw it out of bounds and just didn't put enough on it and just threw it right to a defender. There you go. There you go. That's how uh, that's how my Sunday went. There you go. Yeah, my Sunday was a little fucking different. I had to go to a Indian engagement party. Okay. <laughs> Dude, this was... What does that entail? I don't know. A bunch of fucking ceremonies and or ritual. I don't even fucking know. I'm, I'm like... It becomes more and more evident to me when I go to these events that I am so fucking whitewashed is insane. <laughs> um, like I'm fully aware that there's like white people, like any white person that's gotten like married to like a really traditional Indian person and has had to do a ceremony and like do an Indian wedding themselves is more Indian than me. My family like calls me like coconut. All the time, because they say I'm brown, brown and hairy on the outside, and white on the inside. <laughs> and I was like, "That's, that's pretty, so offensive, but so accurate." That's a, that's a pretty good chirp, to be honest. I like, know, I won't go around up. calling people coconuts, but like, no, know. but like all my all my friends call me coconut, even like my white friends, and I'm like, I don't think you can do that, but no, I. Yeah, but so that was like eight hours yesterday, and I got home back to New York super late. It was in Connecticut, and uh, oh, that was what a day. was your. Uh, so I take by the way you're talking about it. I assume your wedding was not Indian. 
yes no super super white it was in the middle of covid (laughs) there's like 30 people there okay and then the rest was on zoom so you know honestly if we had never done the zoom i could honestly say that it never happened but it did so well well we have legal documents for (laughs) um all right that was a good show next week we're going to to give people a little bit of a cliffhanger we're gonna have tommy on we're gonna try and record on sunday get tommy on here put it out on monday um let tommy's and voice be heard. let tommy's voice be heard he is we'll let him speak for himself and then i will work on a guest for episode 10 okay all right all right great show Marisha. Peace. Uh, see you next time